Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to season two of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge, where I have with me Renee Michelle, who is a professional wrestler who has worked for promotions, including Shine, Maryland Championship Wrestling, and World Extreme Wrestling, to name a few. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that I'm here. It's a pleasure to have you on. I mean, I've been wanting to do you for a long time. I know that previously you asked me before, but I was overseas, so I really couldn't during that time. No worries. So I'm very curious. You officially debuted in 2013, but how did you first discover wrestling? I was approached, honestly. I grew up mostly on martial arts. I did a little bit of modeling and a little bit of acting. I wanted to get into acting because when I was young, I was so much of an introvert. So I wanted to be able to learn how to speak in front of an audience and get over that fear. But during a time, I was invited by friends to go to a wrestling event and I was just there. So prior to being discovered, were you watching wrestling? No, I wasn't. I never grew up on wrestling, but I guess a few of my friends were. So they pretty much dragged me into it because I was always so busy with either work, modeling, and acting. So in order for them to actually have that time, they kind of like drug me out of the house. And so you just said you were discovered there. How did you get discovered? Well, when I was there, obviously I was watching the show. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get some nachos, jalapenos, and chips. Next thing I know, I see this elderly man who I didn't know during the time at all. And his name was Gilbert. So Gilbert, he had a pro wrestling school out in Maryland. He was like, hey, have you ever thought about becoming a wrestler? And I told him, absolutely not. He simply refused to try. But he was very determined. He wanted me to get into it. I'm like, okay, you know, just for you to stop bugging me, I'll give it a shot. And when I tried it, I absolutely fell in love with it. And I don't have any regrets since then. And so what did your training consist of? The rolls, the bombs, taking hits. It was pretty much every day. At times, he even had to turn me away home because he told me, like, my body needs to heal. But I became so addicted to it that I didn't want to stop learning. And how do you feel that your modeling and your acting training prior to starting to wrestle really helped you with the promo side of wrestling and that entire element to it? Learning how to be in front of an audience, learning how to speak, learning how to perform. In a sense, with wrestling, I feel like that's all of it all together combined as in one. So I pushed the modeling and acting aside and I was just so much invested. And like I said, I don't have any regrets. And this is basically what I love doing. And now to start talking about your career, you debuted in 2013 and you had a very interesting start to your career where you were involved in a WXW Diamond title match and a dark match. What was that like for your very first match? My very first match was with Big Time Wrestling. It was March 29, 2013. And to be totally honest, I wasn't even supposed to debut during that time. I guess someone didn't show up or whatever the case may be. And I was more so a valet and learning how to referee and also still training with wrestling. Since they were short on someone, I was pretty much thrown in at the very last minute. What was that like for you being in your first match? Was it a rush? Were you nervous? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was teaming up with the Patriot and John Rambo during the time. And Patriot, he always told me, you know, of all the matches that you will have, you'll never forget your first match. And as of today, I still haven't forgot my first match. But having the anxious, the nerve, the adrenaline, it was all kicking into one. And all throughout your 2013, your first few matches, you were involved in various title shot opportunities for the WXW Diamond title, the NWL Women's title, the Battling Bombshells tag team titles. 
What was it like yeah. being involved in all of this, being so new to the business? Honestly, it was exciting. I'm glad that I was able to work with a bunch of lovely ladies. You know, they work their butt off to get to where they are. I understand that for someone that's completely new and kind of thrown into, you know, the wolves in the sense that you have to learn how to be adaptable. You have to have your confidence up. You have to make sure that you be able to deliver the best possible way to perform, not only in front of the audience, but also show your opponent that you are ready, that you deserve to be in a ring, that you are capable of being a professional wrestler. And during this year, you had a mini rivalry with Amber Rodriguez. What was it like facing her several times? Wrestling Amber on numerous occasions, she's a tough competitor, but I actually had fun with her. But my main focus is trying to be the best individual that I could possibly be and deliver that into the ring. And now the rivalry that dominated your 2014 was with Jesse K. How did that rivalry start? It was kind of funny because Jesse K and I, we had like a rivalry from ECWA to NCW. So there was always like that storyline between her and I always having that rivalry between each other. So I don't have any complaints about it. You know, it is what it is. You know, wrestling is a small world, especially for women. So it's bound to come across the same opponent sooner or later. And you had several matches against her, one of them being for the ECWA women's title in a lumberjack match. How did you prepare for this match? I had to block every other distraction out of my head and focus on what my main goal is to make sure I observe and know my opponent's weakness and be able to take advantage of that. And all throughout this rivalry, you actually had the opportunity to team up with Mickey James to face Angelina Love and Jesse Kay. What was it like being in the ring with Mickey James and Angelina Love, who have done so much for women's wrestling? Honestly, it was phenomenal. I was very nervous to be able to like partner with Mickey James. She is a phenomenal wrestler. She's definitely one of the ladies that I am inspired by. Be able to wrestle against Angelina Love. She is a very tough opponent. Being in the ring with those two ladies was definitely exciting. And also, I wouldn't say nerve-wracking, but it's like, you know, you want to be able to show that you're just as good as them. Even though I'm still new, you do want to be able to make a good impression with them. And then you finally faced Jesse K again for the ECWA women's title and you won your first title. How did that feel to you? It was awesome. I'm not going to lie. And being that this was your first title, did you feel any pressure holding the belt and kind of being the face of the company in some capacity? There's always going to be some type of pressure for the champion holding the belt. But like I said, as long as I continue to stay focused, work hard, show my dedication, show my determination, show that I am the impact. For that company, I highly doubt that I will have any type of distractions or anyone else getting in my way. And then you had a rematch with Jesse K in a Loser Leaves Town match that ended in a draw. How did you feel going into this match and how did you feel that it ended the way it did? You're having me remember matches from a long time ago. <laughs> Honestly, Jesse, she worked her butt off to get to where she is. It wouldn't surprise me if one of us have the upper hand or the both of us end up having a draw. She knows that I work my butt off just to get to where I am as well as she did. So it just so happens that we both reach our max full potential and couldn't go any further. And you face each other a lot of times and you're always trying to one up each other. Do you feel that you always have to invent new ways to catch her off guard when you keep on facing on it over and over again? Absolutely. You don't want 
much of a fun it to be always knowing each and every one of your moves. I always have, with any match that I step myself into, regardless of that they could probably study about me, I make sure that I also study about them. But I always have tricks up my sleeve. And while this was all going on, you were in other matches and you had a few matches with special guest referee Lita. What was that like? Leah, she was phenomenal. She's definitely another individual that I am inspired by as well. And be able to have her as my referee, I wouldn't ask for any other better referee. And in having Lita as the referee, did you pick her brain? And did you take any advice from her that she bestowed upon you? Heck yeah. She knows that I was still young and still new. And I still consider myself still new in the industry. There's a saying of like, always stay humble, never forget where you came from, and always thrive to continue to train and get better is imperative. You never want to be the type of person that you don't do nothing. If you're at home or whatever, you want to work out, you want to constantly train. You always want to be a better you every day. And now you came back to MCW and they created their new MCW women's title, which kind of rekindled your feud with Amber Rodriguez. What was it like facing her again for this title? I think I was pretty confident going into the match with her. Like I said, I stayed humble, but I also delivered what I needed to deliver. My work shows for itself to the audience and also to her and anyone else. It proves that. And now what was it like, from my understanding, you were the first MCW Women's Champion. What was that like? Well, to be able to make history for MCW and the women's division is very honorable. And I take that with pride. To be able to represent MCW and to be their champion and represent the women's division, I wouldn't want it any other way. And your first title reign didn't last very long. What exactly happened with your first title reign? Honestly, I think somehow she won up me. I think she cheated. How do you feel if she cheated it? That continued the rivalry between the two of you. Oh, I was heated. Like, as if you were doing a sport, right? And someone cheated. How would you feel? Fair enough. So obviously, you would get ticked off. Obviously, you have this disbelief that this person took something from you, especially in a short period of time. And how do you feel considering that she cheated you, she took away your title, Lita, I believe, was involved somewhere in this feud as well. How do you feel that the entire feud really played out between the two of you and really how the audience perceived it? Well, the audience didn't agree with this. I was in disbelief and disheartened and highly upset about it. But I came back, took over, and I always felt like, okay, she got me regardless if she cheated, but I'm going to come back tenfold. This rivalry eventually died down and another rivalry began at Super 8 Chick Fight Tournament, where you really began a rivalry with Tessa Blanchard. What was it like wrestling her? Oh, she's a very tough competitor. Her father's name, the Blanchard. She definitely put in the work for it. She backs up what she delivers in the ring, and her father should be very proud. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her father is proud, but she backs it up. And you were in a match with her where Melissa Coates was the special referee. What was it like her being the referee in a match with you? Oh, the match when Tessa and I had a big time wrestling. Absolutely, that one. That night, can you believe that I was running a fever 102? So to back up on that point for one second. So to talk about it, and then we'll come full circle. 
is when you're injured and you're hurt, where do you draw the line? I mean, you just said that you were running a fever of 102. Where do you draw the line of saying, I can't do this, but I'm going to power through? Honestly, I'm very stubborn when it comes to that because I will push myself to the limit in order to succeed. But I remember that day I was running a fever of 102. Yeah, obviously a lot of people would say, oh, that's very reckless, but the fever happened that day. The way I see it, it wouldn't be professional of me to back out at the very last minute. A little on top of that, Tess and I, we've been having like a feud with each other for quite some time in many different promotions. So I was ready to put all my cards on the table, what I have to do in order to try to succeed. Yeah, Tessa, she got the upper hand on me, but I think my work shows for itself, the determination, the drive, the ambition, regardless if I'm sick or not. And eventually this rivalry led you to beating her for the ECWA women's title. How did another title shot for this belt come about and your second holding of this belt come about? It felt great. You know, like I said, she's a tough opponent. She's a tough cookie. And be able to have her in the ring, it was definitely a challenge. And she's one of my favorites who I like to wrestle in the ring. And you had a no disqualification match with her. And she sounds like a tough SOB. What was that match like for you? As tough as she is and as much as I love wrestling her in a ring, it can be a little bit exasperating because this chick will not give up no matter what I do. And now this rivalry kind of fell into an on and off thing for pretty much the remainder of how everything went. It's on and off constantly. How do you feel about that? In a strange way, our rivalry kind of like reminded me of like Trish and Lita. Because we seem to have some type of rivalry everywhere we go when we face each other. And are you proud of what the two of you have done with your rivalry and pushing each other and having these matches where both of you won't quit? Absolutely. I wouldn't want it any different. She pushed me to be the best that I could possibly be, and I push her to her limit. And now while this rivalry was going on, you also faced Satana Garrett for the NWA Women's World title, and then it became the Women's title slash the JCW Women's title fused together. What is it like wrestling Satana Garrett? She's definitely a tough opponent. You know, I do enjoy wrestling in the ring with her. I wouldn't mind being in the ring with her again. She has, like, a lot of athleticism to her. And in wrestling her, did you pick up anything that you incorporate into your style after you were wrestling with her? I feel that everyone delivers their own unique style individually. Santana, she has her own style. I have my own style. I don't think our styles are very similar to each other. And that's what makes us unique. And now in June, you had an interesting month where you won the WXW Diamond Division title in a fatal four-way against Jenny Rose, Naya, and Sammy Pandora. What was it like capturing this belt? It was awesome. And while holding this belt, you also successfully defended your ECWA championship belt against Donna Prezano and Brittany Blake. What is it like facing these two women, considering that what they've done in wrestling and what they're currently doing? Diana, she's a very tough cookie, and she's definitely one of my favorites who I like to be in the ring. Brittany, she does bring in like a little bizarre into wrestling. As small as she is, she's definitely a firecracker. I'll tell you that for sure. Like I said, these two ladies, they work their butt off. I have been on single matches with the both of them as well. They're very tough competitors, and they're good girls. And now following this, you went to Japan for a few months to wrestle for Marvelous That Women's Pro Wrestling with Davey yeah, N, of all people. What was it like to go to Japan and wrestle there? Oh, I love it. 
to be able to work and train under the legendary Chikusa Nagio, who is the founder of Gaia and Marvelous, and who was also a longtime tag team partner in Oscar. You know, during the time they were known as the Crush Girls. What better way to have that name under you? She's one of the greatest Japanese female wrestlers of all time. She's pretty much a legend. And for Nagaya-san to be able to ask me to come to Japan and represent her and represent Marvelous is a complete honor. And to be able to be her first American student to do so and go back time and time again whenever she asked me to, if she had it her way, she more than likely, and she asked me, would I ever consider moving to Japan? And that is yet to be determined because I'm still thinking about that. But she knows that I'm very loyal to her. And being that you were her first American student and you came from an American wrestling background, how did the Japanese style of wrestling influence you? So definitely when I came back to Japan, my style has transitioned to American style, but also into strong style as well. Because during the time of Japan, I have trained endlessly from morning of the crack of dawn to almost 7.30 at night every day doing drills, doing runs, doing moveset, traveling all over Japan, and learning so much knowledge from this lady is phenomenal. And how is wrestling culture different in Japan than it is in America? It's very different because over in Japan, they do take their veterans very, very seriously. There was a thing that Royal Regal said to me one time, if you want to become a wrestler, go to Japan. And if you want to become a sports entertainer, WWE is where it's at. If you were to watch the women in Japan, it's completely different, in my opinion, than here in America. You know, everyone has their own style and everyone has their own uniqueness about them. But over in Japan, it's like you have to reach a certain amount of weight before to wrestle. They make you eat a lot. They really do. Like if you're too skinny, they go like, oh, you need to eat more because how are you going to be able to wrestle someone who's either bigger than you or could throw you around like a rag doll? The more that you have muscle, the more that you have weight on you, the less likely you end up getting hurt versus here. It doesn't really matter. And what is the best piece of advice that you learned from her? To never give up. Strive to be the best that you could possibly be. Stay humble. Loyalty is a huge factor. As far in America, everyone has their own independent mindset. But over there, you represent the company and you're a unit and you're a family. I'm not saying, of course, America doesn't have that. But it is very different, America and Japan, how they're structured. Obviously, when you were there, you were a foreigner, and we've seen the success that the Bullet Club has had in New Japan. Did you experience something similar, being that you were from America spending time there, that you were automatically vilified? Or was that non-existent and you were just part of the wrestling scene? When I decided to go to Japan, I chose to want to have that dojo lifestyle. So when I was staying there for three months. We all ate together. We all sleep together. We all trained together. Limited amount of privacy. We had curfews. There was no drinking, no smoking. Remember, prohibited. So it was a very strict lifestyle. And we were in a countryside that's called Chiba. I think it was about two, two and a half hour train ride to get to Tokyo. He wanted to make sure there was no distractions at all. And given that there's no distractions and it was very strictly regimented and you were training a lot and it was a whole new style, what was it like being involved in matches against Japanese women 
And that entire set, while you're adapting to a new style and you're kind of fusing American and Japanese style together. In the beginning, it was confusing because, like I said, it's like you're learning the language and you're learning the lingo of Japan wrestling. But thank God, during the time when I was in college, I took Japanese. I never thought of ever having to utilize it. So I was able to catch on pretty quickly to what they were talking about, to their wrestling style lingo. And after staying there for quite some time, you actually get very used to it. And now eventually you came back to the States. What was that like getting readjusted to American wrestling? After spending about a month and a half to two months in Japan. I was there for three months. Spending three months in Japan. What was it like readjusting to America? It was a little bit of adjustment, especially like the psychology and the style. A prime example, over in Japan, you're so used to being suplex and super kick all the time that it's not really considered a natural finisher compared to here in America. It is, if that makes any sense. As long as you're adaptable, you should pretty much be all right. And now in coming back, you were interjected into a few title pictures almost immediately. One with Diana for the ECWA title. What was the story behind this and getting really fast-tracked back into it? Like I said, Diana, she is a tough opponent. She works hard to get to where she is. She was surprised with the moves that I deliver as well as her and her work before herself. And then the other title picture that you were in was with Kimberly for the MCW Women's Championship. And obviously, Kimberly, I don't think we need to give her any props because she's an amazing wrestler. What was that like? I actually enjoyed being in the ring with Kimber. She is a fun little wrestler, and I wouldn't mind being in the ring with her anytime. And then your feud with Kimberly ended as Mickey James was the special referee. What was it like for Mickey James to be involved in another match with you? Oh, I love it. Like I said before, she's very inspiring. She's very down to earth, very humble. It's kind of hard to hate Mickey, but I wouldn't mind being in the ring with her again. And now you defended your MCW title against Ivy Woods with Kimberly on two separate occasions. Do you find it easier to chase a title or to defend a title? That is a really tough question. I would say both. I'm going to give you a hard time before you even try to take it away from me. And if you take my belt, I'm going to give you a hard time getting it back. And then following this and defending everything, you got to wrestle Angel Dust for the NWL ladies title. What was it like wrestling her? It was very interesting, you know. She's a tough opponent as well. It was my first encounter with her. I actually had fun. And another wrestler who's done very well for herself lately is Christina Von Erie from Global Force Wrestling. What was it like being in the ring with her? She has a strong right hook. She's definitely another opponent. I mean, she has so many years of experience compared to me. Definitely her look is very tough as well as her working style. And then following this match, you went back to Japan. How was this trip to Japan different from your first one? And did you pick up any new skills? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I went back for Japan for Nagaya-san for another three months. I'm always learning something new. You never stop learning anything in regards with wrestling because you never know what you're going to get out of it. But when the guy said she wanted me to come back to Japan, I told her, yes, absolutely. I went back for three months. Of course, I endlessly train night and day to day to night, travel up and down Japan and tour with her. So as far as learning new things, I have learned a lot of new things. And I feel like with wrestling, you never stop learning new things. 
And do you feel that having this Japanese style and every year for the last two years, you've been there for three months, how do you feel about adjusting back and forth between styles? Like I said, you have to become adaptable. So at this point, I feel that I'm pretty adaptable to both styles. I can switch it on, switch it off, or mix the two as well. And from that, and then also at times going back and forth to Florida, you start learning like a little bit of lucha too. Like I said before, having to with the American style, Japan style, adding a little spice with lucha alongside with the martial arts background that I grew up with, I feel that that's what makes me unique along with my athleticism. So I feel that because of that, I have the upper hand. And now you came back into MCW. You won your title back in a Facebook Live match, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. If you could elaborate what exactly took place with that. Yeah, I wrestled against Brittany Blake. And later that day, I also had to wrestle against Molina. I was on a mission to get my title back. And I thought that I would be able to keep it until I was challenged by Molina. And having to wrestle Molina was very exciting for me. And also on top of that, she's a very tough competitor as well. She has so many years of experience and she definitely got me. She surprised me. You know, she ended up taking the title from me. And I'm looking forward to getting back in the ring with her and taking back what belongs to me and what's mine. And as a wrestler, and obviously you didn't grow up with wrestling, and a lot of people did, myself, so pieces of that match. It's very cool when you see a former Divas Women's Champion wrestling outside of WWE. What was that like for you knowing that she was on the big stage in WWE for a while? I see it as a challenge. For me, because this is my opportunity to show her what I'm capable of. Yes, she was a former WWE superstar, and she definitely earned that right. She worked her butt off to get to where she is. But I also want to show her that I'm not just a pretty face. I'm also a very tough competitor, too, for someone who didn't grow up on the business, for someone who wasn't a wrestling fan, and for someone who wasn't born into it. My work speaks for itself, and I'm definitely going to show that, not only to her, but also to any other person that steps in the ring with me. And I think we covered a lot of your career in the small amount of time you've been wrestling, and I cannot wait to see much, much more of what you're going to be doing. But I'm very curious... If you could wrestle anybody on the indie scenes right now, who would you want to wrestle? And who's your dream match with any women superstar in the indies right now? In the indies? Oh, gosh. You know, I have a list. In the indies right now, as far as I could think of, I would say Hudson Envy. Any particular reason why? Well, she also had her time in Japan wrestling for stardom. And she's known for her strong style. So what better way to have someone who wrestled in Japan, wrestled for stardom, and I have wrestled in Japan and wrestled for Marvelous. The two of us who actually have it out with one another. I'm very curious. You've been on the scene for three plus years at this point. What advice to people who want to get involved in wrestling? Definitely do your research of the closest schools that you could possibly get into. You do want to train the schools, but also you do want to put an effort in the gym. You definitely want to be in your tip-top shape. Always stay humble and never forget where you came from. And take criticism and don't take it as a negative thing. Take it as a positive thing because it will help you push you to be the best. And then finally, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Facebook, Twitter, merchandise, upcoming shows? 
my Twitter. You can always find me at one Renee Michelle as well as Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram, Lady RM. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. And we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitch Radio, and anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. And while you wait for next week's episode, you can definitely check us out at popanimecomics.com for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture, as well as give us a follow on Twitter at popanimecomics. Like our Facebook page, that is popanimecomics. Check us out on Instagram, that is popanimecomics, as well as we do have a pro wrestling t-shirt shop where you can purchase an awesome t-shirt it is an elf which is my logo holding a steel chair and she is ready to rumble so definitely check that out all you got to do is type in pop anime comics on pro wrestling and you can purchase your very own shirt and until next week everybody have a wonderful week